Let's do one thing before we bring Kelly. Let's play 125 real quick. Uh, Jeff Flake, this is another one of the sound bites. I played some earlier. Jeff Flake, number 125, uh, talking about Russia. This is, and I'll make my point. This is just what he said. Here we go. Ignoring or denying the truth about hostile Russia, Russian intentions toward the United States leaves us vulnerable to future attacks. Oh. We are told by our intelligence agencies that these attacks are ongoing. Oh, so he's very upset about that. Yet Jeff Flake has never said a word about Uranium One and Hillary and Hillary okaying the sale of uranium to Russia. Billy Boy getting a, a half million bucks for a 20-minute speech. All that corruption and stuff. Everything that's coming out now. Jeff Flake is silent on that because he's literally not fit for office. He's he's insane Jeff Flake. He's nuts. So to react to all this, and including uh, Martha McSally not condemning Jeff Flake, is uh, Dr. Kelly Ward, of course, running for Senate here in, in Arizona. Kelly, good morning. Thanks for making the time. I appreciate it. Hey, good morning, Garrett. Good morning. Hey, it sounds like you might need some doctor's advice. I heard you were taking some Robitussin. Yes. <laughs> So, so when we're off the air, you know, let me know. I, I, I'll give you some uh, chicken soup and and uh, increase your fluids advice. Oh, I was hoping you'd say something like wild turkey, you know, and maybe, maybe <laughs> some of that will clear me up. Who that's, knows? That's what I did. <laughs> All right, I appreciate that. You are a doctor, and I was I was actually going to ask you, like, my entire house is sick. My my five-year-old, the five-month-old is congested. My wife, uh, I spent six hours in the ER on Tuesday night to Wednesday morning with my five-year-old. He had 105 fever. It was crazy. Um, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's I know. Terrible. It's the flu. It's all that stuff going on. Uh, yep. But anyway, let's talk about Jeff Flake. What was your reaction? First off, uh, that dude is so boring. Like, I, I got a, an alert on my phone saying it was a fiery speech against Trump. And I watch it, and I'm like, God, this is the most boring thing. Like, CNN is never going to hire a guy that is so monotone and boring. Uh, but what do you think about Jeff Flake going after Trump again on the Senate floor? Well, I mean, I think it's, a one number one, a misuse of the Senate floor. Um, it, number two, I think it was just despicable for him to to take that on and to compare our president, our our, our democratically elected president, to a murderous, maniacal dictator from the Soviet Union. I mean, um, it it really is beyond the pale, especially when Jeff Blake has been so enamored of brutal dictators in Cuba. He was just down there in the last week or two. And he's been there over 17 times, he's bragged about, never uh, on the mission to help the Cuban people, but always on the mission um, to be with the, with the, um, the Cuban Castro re- regime. And so uh, it, it, it's very, you know, unfortunate, at, to say the least. And I think that everyone should be calling him out for those remarks. Well, and again, he's, and he's, he's such a hypocrite. Uh, I made the point earlier in the show that he said that uh, anyone manipulating the press should be held accountable. And yet he never said a word. I couldn't find anything. I Googled it, everything. Couldn't find anything he said about Obama spying on James Rosen, uh, Obama's DOJ approving, uh, Eric Holder approved it, uh, getting the phone numbers and spying on Associated Press reporters as well. I mean, if if he thinks Trump's going to take down the democracy, why was he silent about Obama? Right. And, I mean, all he did during the Obama administration was vote for liberal judges, vote to confirm Loretta Lynch. Uh, never did I hear him call out Barack Obama for his behavior. He was busy flying around, uh, flying to Cuba with Barack Obama. Uh, and, you know, I think that, that Arizonans have seen through that. I think that Americans have seen through it. They're tired of, of Jeff Blake's nonsense. And I think that's one of the reasons Martha McSally is going to have such a hard time, because she is Jeff Blake 2.0. I know she has not come on your show yet. She has not talked to your audience. 
Uh, I'm not sure if she will. You know, she is in this um, phase of trying to recreate herself yes. into uh, into something that that everyone down there knows that she isn't. But uh, you know, I think it's a lot harder for people who are trying to to um, to fool the voter to come out and say the things like I did yesterday, and and actually even before yesterday, saying that Jeff Flake shouldn't say these things on the Senate floor, and if he does, we should call him out. And then once he did say those things on the Senate floor, um, he should have been called out immediately. And I think that Martha maybe has made a, made a statement. She was a little little slow on the trigger. I don't know if she was waiting for, um, you know, permission to engage from someone <laughs> else. Uh, you know, Mitch McConnell, Senate Leadership Fund, I'm not sure. But whenever you're truthful and authentic and, and uh, fearless about your principles, it's very easy to come out and call out these kind of things like Jeff Flake did yesterday on the Senate floor. Wait, wait, she, I, I, I mean, I looked, I didn't get an alert. I didn't get an email from her office. Uh, there's nothing I, that she I tweeted. I saw a response to one tweet that she said it was absurd. Um, you know, I think that it's much more than absurd. Um, I think that it, it's something that shouldn't be done from the Senate floor calling out, you know, calling out or comparing our president to, to Stalin. I think that it's fine to call out our elected officials. Obviously, we have uh, 100% free speech, but I think that we as Arizonans and as Americans should hold those people who say those, those um, radical things accountable. Uh, Kelly Ward is on KNST AM 790. Uh, what do you think? I don't, I don't know if you saw Martha McSally's interview on Tucker Carlson last night. Um, did you hear the, the and I, I'm not a prude by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not offended by stuff, but I find it funny that she's really, I mean, it's kind of sick how all of a sudden she went from really being against Trump, never said she'd vote for him or support him, anything like that, to all of a sudden loving the guy because it'll help her, you know, she thinks it'll help her win. Uh, and then she starts talking like the guy and she cursed on, on Fox News yesterday. Did, did you happen to hear that? Uh, I, I didn't hear it, but I saw I saw some tweets about it because people were pretty appalled at the way that she talked. Uh, maybe she talks that way all the time. I'm not sure, but uh, you know, I'd be interested to see if there's any evidence that she ever talked that way uh, publicly, at least before she tried to recreate herself as a Trump supporter. We all know that she was not for Trump. She would, would refused to endorse him whenever he was running. Uh, she's said detrimental things and and uh, negative things about the president but uh, you know I, I thought it was funny i was down in your neck of the woods a couple of days ago and people said that you said she's trying to out kelly kelly ward yes i have heard a lot of the, the things that i've said for years coming out of her mouth but i've never heard them before october 25th whenever she entered the race the day after jeff Blake dropped out well you know that's one thing that worries me you know how can she you know she, she puts out this video that you know she's she, she dealt with terrorists, so she's not scared about liberals in the Senate, and that's fine. Uh, but, you know, first off, I'd be a constituent since I'm in Arizona, and I think every voter has the question of, which Martha would we get? You know, you, yeah. you, you weren't this Martha until a few months ago. And it's, and it's kind of funny uh, how she literally, if, if, you're, if you can't answer that question, that says a lot about you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, uh, people like Martha and Kirsten Cinema. You know, they, they raise money. They raise a lot of money politically because they have to recreate themselves politically during election time. For Martha, she's a campaign conservative. She's a pretender. And, um, and so she's going to need a lot to try to convince people that she's something she isn't. The, the, the difficult thing for her and for Kirsten Sinema are, is their record. You know, Martha's voted at least nine times for amnesty 
And now she's coming out pretending she wants to, you know, secure the border, build the wall, and and, uh, stop illegal immigration. And, you know, it's very disingenuous. I think, though, with the election of President Trump, people have become much more astute, much more able to understand this, this kind of political campaigning. And they don't want someone like that. They don't want another person in the mold of John McCain and Jeff Flake. John McCain walking along the border saying, build the dang fence. Uh, or let's fully repeal Obamacare and then giving the big thumbs down. Jeff Flake doing the same, pretending to be tough on the border and then joining the gang of eight. You know, Martha is in that mold. I don't think we're going to be fooled again in, in Arizona. We're going to get a good conservative senator. I'm going to get there and be able to do the job that we've been crying out for for so long. Are you worried, and by the way, Kelly Ward is on KNST AM 790 right now. Are you worried, uh, since Sheriff Joe is in there too, that in the primary he's going to divide the votes, the Trump votes, from you, and, and that would somehow help Martha? Well, you know, I think that Sheriff Joe is, uh, you know, a, a great on immigration. I think Martha has been a military hawk. But I think what people will see is that I have a very thoughtful approach to a wide range of issues that affect the voters in Arizona, as well as across the country. Everything from border security to repealing Obamacare and health care. I've got a, a very good grasp on the health care issues facing the country um, energy policy, tax policy, water policy, decreasing spending and shrinking the size of government. And so I think the conservative vote, which we've seen in poll after poll after poll, you've probably seen there's a lot of polls out there. Uh, Martha has a feeling. Uh, it's, it's around the same feeling that Jeff Flake had 31, 35 percent. The rest of the voters are looking for someone conservative. And I think come August, they're going to consolidate behind behind my effort, because we've got a great professional team. We've got grassroots support across the entire state like you wouldn't believe. And I think that the, the heart and soul of the, of the Republican voter, the conservative voter, the independent voter, and many conservative Democrats um, have, have, have come to Team Kelly Ward. So we're, we're pretty excited about what's happening here in the, you know, over the next few months. Uh, looking at the economy, uh, Kirsten Sinema voted against the tax reform which has uh, it's it's creating you know tons of jobs already bonuses you name it I mean look what Apple just did you know bringing back three hundred fifty billion they're going to invest three hundred fifty billion dollars twenty thousand jobs all this stuff uh, I think it's pretty indefensible um, I mean people are getting jobs all over the place CNN had a panel in Ohio of Democrats that said we love what Trump's doing everything's going great yep. um, I mean are, right. are you expecting more first off I I don't just don't see how Kirsten Sinema has even a chance. Because she voted against American prosperity and jobs. Right. Well, she, she obviously is a big government progressive liberal who believes that the government can spend our money better than we can, that we can't be trusted with our own resources to, um, to, to care for ourselves and to spend our money the way we see fit. Uh, that's just the tip of the iceberg, though, Garrett. Remember, she was the ambassador for, for Obamacare at the direction of Obama here in Arizona, um, she is for gun control. She is for abortion on demand. She definitely doesn't fit in with the values of Arizona. And she's going to spend a lot of money trying to recreate herself into some kind of moderate that um, is simply, you know, unbelievable. And so we're going to have to combat that and point out the truth about both of these women who are seeking this seat. 
there, there is one strong conservative woman who has Arizona's values, Arizona's best interests, and, and the ability to do the job in this race, and that is me, Dr. Kelly Ward. You know, and you are a doctor. I know you're not a psych doctor, and I only play one yeah. on the radio. Um, but it seems to me, let's go back to Jeff Flake just real quick. He seems to have some kind of a sick, twisted obsession with President Trump. Uh, he's obsessed with the guy. He ignores everything that's good that is going on. Uh, you know, I look at what he does, and I don't see him doing anything positive for Arizona for another year. And and honestly, I don't see him, just just by based on everything he says and he does, I don't see that he's fit for office anymore. You know, the media tried to jump on Trump. He's not fit for office. He's old. This, we saw that he passed with flying colors as physical. Is it me, or does Jeff Flake appear to really not be mentally fit for office because he's a bit obsessed? I think a lot of people out there have Trump derangement syndrome. Uh, that there are people on the right, there are people on the left, there of course are people in the media. I thought that the press conference after the, the president's health report was was so comical because they wanted to find out something terrible about him. They didn't ever call out Barack Obama and his um, reported chain smoking and how bad that is for people's health. Um, they they want to make something out of Donald Trump drinking Diet Coke and eating McDonald's, just like every other American. I mean, so many Americans uh, do the exact same thing, and I think that's why people relate to Donald Trump, because he seems like a real person just like they are. Uh, so it's, it's um, you know, it's unfortunate because Jeff Flake is going to be there for about another year. He's not doing things that Arizona is urging him to do. He's out there instead fighting for amnesty for illegals. Uh, he's part of this gang of six. And if you haven't looked at that bill, uh, I'm, I'm sure you have here, mm-hmm. but if your listeners have it, they should definitely look at it because it doesn't just offer amnesty to the DACA population. It offers it to their parents and, uh, and, and even more. There is so much terrible, uh, terrible stuff in that bill. It really should be crumpled up and thrown into the trash. That's what Tom Cotton said. That's what I told the, the uh, Weekly Standard a, a few days ago when I did an interview with them. Um, you know, he's out there pushing for things that the liberals want. He's out there using Democrat talking points to attack the president. And um, I'll be glad when we get a conservative senator from Arizona finally in into washington dc to do the job that we've all wanted to be done for so long again i find it interesting that you have no problem condemning flake for all the stuff that he does and martha is literally radio silent again she was given the opportunity on tucker's show he brought up he brought up uh, jeff flake's bill and she she could have take she could have said something and she just was silent so i mean you look at all this the pr firm she hired the the lady that emailed my producer to cancel the interview after they confirmed it I looked on her bio on the website. She was part of the McCain presidential campaign in 2008. It's yeah. like, it's well, like, I mean, it's the establishment. Yep. That they are coalescing. Uh, Martha is the chosen candidate of Mitch McConnell, of uh, his Senate leadership fund that is going to be used as an attack pack to attack me. Uh, they need to save that money, use that money against Kirsten Cinema. That is going to be a tough race come the general, it, it, you know, even as bad as she is. She is going to seek to recreate herself into something that she isn't, and then Arizona would suffer if we allowed her to get in. So we've got a lot of work ahead of us, but the establishment is clawing into the walls, trying to remain relevant in this, this age of a new Reagan revolution. 
you know, Ed Rollins put out a, uh, an op-ed in the, in the USA Today saying that there is a new Reagan revolution going on, when, and he was part of the original. He was the, Reagan's campaign manager, and he says, I'm the face of this new revolution. Believe me, when it, when it was Reagan's time, we are, we are young. We only got to experience that, you know, as, as kids. But it is happening now. The establishment didn't want Reagan. They didn't want people who supported Reagan. But the people did. And I think that's what's going to happen in 2018 as well. Last one for me. If, you know, you win, you're going to have a lot of stuff to, to vote on and decide. Uh, the government may shut down, which uh, the media likes to scare the you-know-what out of people, even though life will most likely go on. It's going to be tougher for our military uh, but the Democrats are willing to, it seems like, uh, protect or, or go fight for the rights of illegal aliens uh, versus making sure our military gets everything they need to keep us safe. Uh, what's your take? Do you think that the Republicans have the upper hand if the government is shut down, that the public will side with the Republicans? I think the Republicans should have the upper hand, and they should be controlling the messaging on this, because there is no DACA emergency. There is no reason to attach anything about DACA to uh, uh, funding the government. Of course, I'm a person that wants to shrink the size of government overall, and I think that continuing with these continuing resolutions makes it very difficult to do that. So we need to get back to a regular budgeting process and stop allowing the Democrats to manufacture crises that uh, are, are designed to force Republicans to bend to their progressive wishes. So, you know, if the government shuts down, uh, the essential services are still going to be provided, and the Democrats' fingerprints will be all over it. The, the Republicans have to be ready, though, because uh, the Democrats are great at controlling an emotional message and, uh, and trying to put everything over onto the, the, the GOP. Can't let it happen. We have to point out the truth. So, so we'll see. I, I, you know, I, I certainly hope they don't allow the Democrats to, um, to contemplate any kind of permanent solution for the DACA population until the border is secured. And um, and the wall is built. I hope so, too. I, I know Trump's the master brander and he's doing a better job than the other people. The, you know, the leadership of the Republicans are oh, not yeah. good at giving the message. So, uh, Kelly, thank you so much. What, what's the website again where people can follow you and things like that? The website is kellyward.com. And of course, there's a lot of conversation. We have huge engagement on social media. Kelly Ward, A-Z, Kelly with an I. So come over, you know, everybody come on, like the page. I've got a poll up talking about sanctuary cities. I'd love to have people vote in that poll. The article from The Hill discussing Jeff Blake and Martha McSally is, uh, is up on, on Twitter. Come on out and, uh, and be part of this exciting revolution that's happening and help us win in 2018. Very cool, Kelly. Thanks for the time this morning. I appreciate it. Thanks, Garrett.